All right. So were you guys on corporal punishment? Would you spank a child? Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know, from current events to how they got to where they are to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. Hey, Naomi, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's um, sunny. It's not rainy like it was yesterday. Not at all. And today is going to be the first actual practice of the Aloha Friday podcast, which is our brainchild. Yes. It's a, in the making. In the making. So this will have growing pains. Yes. It will have uh, trouble. I'm looking forward to the trouble. Uh, sometimes we'll move away from the mic. Yes. Sometimes we'll have weird noises on it. But it's real. I mean, you're but, getting all the real stuff. But by the time we finish, it's going to grow into something beautiful. Yes. And we're going to uh, love it no matter what it does, whether it you know becomes a doctor or poops out. Yes. Uh, today we are joined by Justin Sturdivant, who's a good friend of mine. I've known him since law school. And he currently runs his own firm, uh, the Sturdivant and Associates Law firm. Is that the right name? Did I get it right? Well, that's pretty close. You've only known me like 20 years. <laughs> uh, it's actually Smith and Sturdivant. Oh. I apologize. The new webpage doesn't have Smith's name on it anymore. That's why I introduced it that way. I didn't mean to cross-examine you from my first question. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. The, um, the old guy, he's retired now. Okay. So it might as well be Sturdivant Associates. That's what I like to hear. All right, so were you guys on Go. corporal punishment? Mm. Would you spank a child? This is a good question. Mm. See, this is why you're here today. And this is this is where things get a little bit messy. You go. So, I think it just really depends on the family and that environment, that community. Because in some communities, you know, I think that, yes, they're brought up with a little bit too much lax. Uh, methods and then other communities I think are brought up a little bit too harsh but I really just think it goes back to like the intimacy between the parents and the children if there's a lot of trust built in early um, I think that you don't ever have to go as harsh as some of these parents do this is what I'll tell you so so let's answer the question go ahead I want to answer the question I remember every single time my father hit me Mm. I only ever told my mother once, I hate you. Mm. That was not allowed. Oh, I yes. found out it was not allowed. Oh, yes. Well, I found out how, that's how I found out it was not allowed. I never said it a second time. Yes. Um, I now, to the best of my ability, always hold the door open for a woman. Good. I didn't do it once. I learned that's not something you're not allowed to do. Good. And I never did it again. So I remember every single time um, my father hit me. How old were you when those happened then? One was... Five or six. Both were when I was... No, wait. Both had to be when I was under 10. I don't remember the exact age. So I don't remember 100% exactly everything. <laughs> but, I, but I do remember when they occurred. Okay. So it was effective, the way your, way your parents yes. did it. The way my parents did it. Yes. Because it was something that they never would do mm-hmm. unless it was that important. So there was trust, you see. There was like a trust factor there that it's not, it's not just going to happen for no reason. That there's, there's a system and there's like an order to things. Well, right? I do think if there's uh, an expectation that it's going to happen all the time, 
you start to lose your ability to use it. And you start to rebel because you anticipate that, right? I don't think it's so much rebellious it doesn't have its power anymore. Exactly. I know, it doesn't matter what I do because I'm going to be punished either way. Mm-hmm. So I might as well do what I want to do. Right. Isn't that the same problems we have criminals everywhere, though? I think it's like... No, it's the same. I have the same. Okay. You got you got to have a little more quality in the way that you do things if you just keep, you know, using all your power all the time. I mean, same thing with dating. You got to, you know... Pull in that card only when it's necessary. So long-term university-type studies show that yeah. spanking actually leads to more oppositional behavior, consistent with what you're saying, Naomi. Mm. Okay. But then the other thing, what you're saying, Marcus, is that you were spanked and you were closer to 10, and you learned a lesson from it. Well, see, the thing is, is that mm-hmm. spanking deployed on a young child who's under the age of five, for example, they don't reason they're not going to draw logical conclusions because they are not yet machines that can do that. This is the hard part. My son goes to school, yeah. to preschool, and there are all these other little boys. They've got like a boys club going on. And sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, he comes home and he starts punching or like, you know, we'll punch the like the, the sister or something. And they say, where did this oh, come no, from? Oh, no, that's unacceptable. He learns it from somebody at school. No, he would get hit if I was the dad. So honestly. I step in at that point, yes. And I'm like, hey, you don't do that. So if you're going to throw the first punch in real life and in, in a real world, they're going to punch back and you're not going to like it. And they might punch you harder. So if he does cross that line and and sister gets hurt, I warned him. I said, she might punch you back one day. What are you going to do about that? You're going to learn. You're going to learn your lesson that if you're going to punch first, you better not punch somebody bigger than you. And guess what? It's going to come back hard. Karma's a bitch. So that is the lesson that I've said. Like, hey, don't so do that. you told your five-year-old. I didn't say karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. But you know, <laughs> I'm just, I, left, I no. left that energy okay. there. Okay. I didn't quite say it that okay. way. As you know, but you know, we're going to teach this lesson in the way that like, how else are you going to learn? Because I can tell you a million times, but until you do it, and of course, you know, I don't know which kid he's picking it up from, but it's like, I can't control his entire surroundings. I can't control how he's going to be in the world. All I can teach him is like basic lessons in life that whatever you do is going to come back, buddy. So if you're going to play this game, it's fair game if she hits you back in defense. And I'm not saying that you should at all. You're not allowed to do that. But when mom's back is turned and I hear somebody scream and then the other person goes, ow, and then I'm turned around, I'm like, oh, told you so. <laughs> I told you. One day she's going to do it back, right? So just so you know, when you look at me, yes. you sound perfect. Perfect. When you turn to look at him. It doesn't sound good. It just doesn't sound good because you're not looking at the mic anymore. I won't anymore. look at you. You're just, I got to focus And you got to be careful about hitting the table too. Okay, I got to focus no, on No, it's, it's weirding me out, but at yeah. the same time, you I'll can't. I'll just stare at him. Now that part's bothering me. And this is why I'm moving my microphone to look at Justin. <laughs> but um, you also got to be careful about hitting the table. But otherwise, we're awesome. good. As far as what you just said, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about that? Which part, sir? No, don't ask me hard questions. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I, for my child, who's now six, yep. I don't spank him. I haven't needed to yet. Yeah, I don't actually have really ever given him a time. We've given him timeouts, but usually we're the ones who end up crying and apologizing <laughs> for it. Like, our timeouts are very... Um, I do hit his hands if I think he's going to touch something which I find dangerous. Right. If I see him reach for the stove, mm, yes. I will hit his hand. Oh, yes, yes. Now, yes. I don't hit it twice. I don't hit it three times. I mm-hmm. mean, but yes. if he's immediately upon doing that, I think that's fine. I, I would say that that's pretty universally accepted. I okay. think that most parents would agree to keep a child from sticking a wet finger in a light socket. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you can't do that? It, that <laughs> you can. You sure, yeah, you could. And you might one time. 
<laughs> one time. Yeah. Which God. is the other school of thought. Oh, mine, let them, mine let them figured do it out the hard way. Oh, yeah, there you go. You, your kids stick my their fingers in the light sockets? My littlest one, I'm telling you, the baby, she is like the rebel queen, man. Watch out, world. Because, I mean, this little one, she knows she's cute. She waits till you're not looking. She does everything you're not supposed to do. She listens to all of, all of the things the older siblings get in trouble for and she just waits till no one's looking i mean she's just <laughs> my kids are angels oh uh, number three i'm angels. telling you that's no. what i'm saying just wait just you wait number two no, number, three. number two is going to be your wild one and then and then you Uh-oh. know things switch things switch so i think the appeal of spanking is Go. that it's going to teach them consequences which is something that naomi was talking about and you too you know your experience was that there was a clear lesson drawn yes mm-hmm. that action led to this response mm-hmm. It's hard to maintain that. So I think kids that are too young don't have the ability to get that, to understand it, right? So it's wasted on them. But also, for personally, myself, um, I regret ever having spanked them. Really? I spanked them because I thought that was the thing to do. That's what we were taught. And that's what I was taught. And specifically, my mother came out and visited and said, well, you swat them on the butt. And that little earworm got in my head, and I thought, well, I just spot them on the butt. But I regret it because it didn't it didn't change them it, it, uh, for the better. It doesn't work necessarily. So I think this is where you have to also give rewards. If you don't have something in, in addition to punishments, that's why I've learned it doesn't work. I have to do a punishment or a reward. So you get to choose. If you do this... You're gonna get the you know the little slap on the wrist, or you're gonna get the timeout, or you're gonna end up with you know sister punching you back. If you go this way, you do this option, you might get a cookie, you might get a best friend, you might get that extra hour, or or mom's just gonna be happy and she won't be pissed. Like that's alone a, a reward, right? So I agree with all that, but maybe I'm more libertarian because I kind of live in, in the invisible hand of the free market, meaning I don't <laughs> like I don't like giving them false rewards, if that makes sense, like. I don't like saying, oh, you did a good thing, here's a cookie. Or you did a good, you cleaned your room, here's a dollar. Mm -hmm. I think the reward should be that you have a clean room, not that if I don't give you a dollar, you don't have to clean your room. And I'm worried that's going to be the long lesson taken. Right. So, of course, the first thing is, hey, I will be happy with you. We're all going to have an emotionally upbeat day or an upbeat moment that's the first lesson if that's not working and someone's rebelling then then i have to do well punishments and if that doesn't work well then there's rewards so the other thing i've learned is that jealousy actually can work with you too so because i have three i can you pit your kids against each other no no not against each other (laughs) so you're like hey hey kid number one and two we're gonna have a good time everyone hate kid number three so if i can't get kid number two to listen to me but the other two are listening to me well then they get the treats and then the other one's like hey how do i get that thing i'm like well they listened you're not listening maybe if you do what mom wants and you get the cookie yeah too, so that becomes you know? more like modeling as it opposed does. to like extortion when you're thinking like a, a straight up reward <laughs> here's a cookie for being good it's not extortion it's having a job what naomi's <laughs> describing is more like getting the other children to model positive behavior well, i'm so glad you're 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 confirming yeah. all of my parenting yeah, no, skills absolutely. thank you i'm glad um, that you're defending the fact that she uses her kids to marginalize the third child that's that's <laughs> why you have more than one kid well, that's also so the you gotta use, you, know. you got to use what that's tools are available. Why you have, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's why you have the So you kid. can play them against each other. I thought the reason you have more than one kid is so the older kid can watch the younger one. But this is called competition. This is competition. You, you talk about free market and competitive market. That's what you do in free market, too. You, you know, you, you manipulate you, it? You, no, you got competition. <laughs> you you got make competition. Right. You say, hey, competition. You do. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, so if I can't get that group or that, it's, you, you, who, what is going to bring attention? You got to just find what is the cookie for each person. And whatever that cookie is for each person, that's what you're going to start using as your bait this is what i'm talking about about baiting. bait yes you you keep going back to bait i do i'm it a woman could be that you're married to a fisherman 
It could be. It could be. I mean, that was <laughs> a lot constantly. of work. I mean, <laughs> yes. I got to bait all the time. Yes. Okay. I want to talk about, you talked about self-defense. Mm-hmm. If you punch someone first, they might punch you back. Yes. So you teach your son never to punch first. I tell him, Go. whatever you do might happen back to you. So okay. if you are going to do that and somebody else comes and does it back, you can't get mad. Or they might just beat you at your own game. And what's really hard is he and his sister are under two years. So a lot of times... Oh, within two years old. They're within two, two years, years apart. Okay. So they're very close in terms of like physical size and uh. their ability to do things. Even though, of course, you know she's got an edge in the academics and she's got a lot more mind experience. He's got he's got this really strong, intense passion that she doesn't have. Interesting. So, oh yeah, no, he is definitely... He is definitely passionate, and I'm okay. yeah. So he his his fire and his willpower can Uh-oh. meet her meets her um, her strength and her strategy skills. You know, is that right? Yes. So she definitely will outsmart him, but in terms of like who has the 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 push to the end? Okay, he's got that that final like I will do this. You know, so that's where it gets a little fishy. How do you teach those lessons? They are fighting all the time, but they have different skill sets and they have different wants. Um, he will do anything to get like a little more um, reward affection and she will do a lot more to get um, her own independence or have power. She likes to know that she you're not going to ruin my my thing I made. OK, you're not going to you're not going to interfere with my space. OK, you're going to leave me alone and I get to choose the TV show. Right. And sh- and he's more like, hey, do you like me? Did you see me? Am I cool? <laughs> Typical male. right? <laughs> so. Justin, what do you think about what, what were you taught about self defense? Were, were you taught that you're supposed to hit first or last? Well, obviously we're all taught you're supposed to hit last, but were you taught you're supposed to hit first? Um, I, you know, when I was little, I don't think that anybody gave me a clear understanding of that. I think, Is that right? I think I got mixed messages. Did but, you go to a good school? Um, I went to an okay school. Okay. Um, and I did grow up uh, a racial minority. You did? Yeah. So sometimes, and, and I, you know, the world's smallest fiddle for a white guy claiming that he grew up a social minority. No, no, no. I understand no, no, that. No, no. But, but the practical effect of it was that there were parts of town where I would automatically be a target or parts of the school or certain schools. There were parts it, of the school. And it depends. There were, there were different schools, rich part of town, not a big deal. The poorer part of town, a lot rougher, you know. So uh, so there was fighting. I mean, there was fighting in my neighborhood as soon as I was in elementary. Um, well, I, you know, I did uh, karate early on. And my sensei told me there's no fighting outside the dojo. Mm. And I believed him. Okay. And he told me only fight for self-defense and that was it. Okay. Well, I remember my father. And I believed him because I looked up to him. My father always taught me um, you never punch somebody except in self-defense. They have to hit you first. And I remember having the conversation. I was in second grade with Thomas Greenwood, who was in third grade. And I said, no, you're not allowed to punch anyone first. You only punch. And Thomas Greenwood looked at me and goes, no way, you're crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. He's like, you always punch first because you don't know how hard that guy's going to hit you. He goes, if that guy's going to hit you hard, there's not always a second punch. Oh, boy. Oh, Thomas boy. Greenwood grew up hard. <laughs> he told me. I hope he's okay. I mean, he, I hope he's not knocking someone out right now. But he was. Oh. He told me, he said, you all, if you think they're going to hit you, you don't risk getting hit first. Yeah. You always hit first. Right. And that stayed with me. And so now I always do. You know what that's called? That's called PTSD. 
<laughs> I don't think that that's it's still self defense. I mean, it's actually oh. self defense. You're allowed to do but that. You know, legally. when when you're like in the trauma state where you think everyone else is out to get you and they're betraying you and they're gonna they're gonna punch you first and everything's gonna blow up. That's PTSD, dude. Like no. you want to live in that state. I mean, yes, no. you'll punch everything. No, no, he was eight. It I was mean, just, you know, we were just arguing about if you had to be punched first. Yeah. So this is another thing. You got. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between a, a fight between f- fifth graders. And adults in a nightclub. It was, it was actually third grade and second. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, okay. All I right. got you. I got you. But fighting is not just the punch. I'm, I, and not just the physical punch. So I'm saying like, you know, when I say if you're going to punch first, if someone's going to start talking shit, well, that, that can lead to a lot of things. If someone's mm-hmm. going to start playing manipulative games, that leads to a lot of things. Those are all punches in my, in my view. So my name is my name. <laughs> you're going to say my name. You could get knocked out. That's that's our takeaway from this. No, <laughs> no, no. Is my no. name in your mouth? Oh no, no. It's 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 all how you do stuff, right? Okay. It's all how you do things. You you can say something sweetly. You can say something meanly. I mean, you can you can say it with integrity. Or you can just you know be a straight dick, and people will know. Okay. Right. Agreed. Yes, I think that's also just relationships of like all cultures we're just learning how each other translates our body language and our way of doing things right so fights are bound to happen and after that peace is bound to break out i think that we've uh, been talking for 35 minutes there's been a beautiful conversation i feel as though we've all come to an agreement on something <laughs> um, on who fights first who punches on, first on who punches first me is the answer <laughs> So uh, thank you very much, Justin, for joining us today. Thank you for agreeing to be a regular member of our cast here. Thank you, Naomi, for being my co-host. I think we're going to take over. <laughs> and um, we'll see you guys next time on Aloha Friday podcast. Uh, this has been a production of the Aloha Friday podcast network. <laughs>